Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Joelle. Today, we are joined by Chef Keith Cruiser of Dollop Diner. Dollop features locally sourced classic American fare, roasted coffee and espresso drinks, as well as cocktails and beer. For homemade donuts and more, a little dollop will do ya in Andersonville at 5060 North Clark. Welcome, Keith. How are you today? I'm well. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we'd like to start with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your background. Um, Well, I was raised in Evanston, so I made frequent visits down to Andersonville with my mother um, in Rogers Park, um, sampling some of the delights that were offered this way down, um, falling in love with food, uh, music, and um, kind of dabbling in both throughout my life, back and forth. And then kind of meandering through and managing restaurants and chefing at restaurants, um, running a beverage program at Boltwood last. Um, My friend Dan Weiss, the owner of Dollop, reached out and uh, asked me to partner with him on a more food-centric venture. And then that uh, Dollop Diner was born. Well, Dollop has over 10 cafes throughout Chicago and opened in Andersonville in the summer of 2017 kind of what drove that decision to open a diner um well we had been playing around with different ideas um collaborations between the two of us um and different different ideas a a, a chicken place a, a donut place um and then uh, kind of struck us that it made more sense to to stay with the brand and build something that would kind of feature both you know, my ideas culinarily and then merging that with, with coffee and having something strong, uh, to build off of, um, using the best of both worlds. And that's why we ended up with Dollop Diner. And do you know how the decision came about to open in Andersonville? Um, Dan's always scouting locations and kind of looking for the best deal and best, you know, frontage, like, corner spaces and and just that space was uh shopped to him and he he loved it and fell in love with it right away um and we we love the idea of that that um southern part of andersonville and how it's building up and some kind of like new frontier feeling to it and everybody else has been so supportive so we fell in love with the idea of that right away and and moved forward and I remember, I feel like a lot of us ended up at opening day back in 2017 on that Saturday just randomly. I don't think we even planned it. We all just showed up and there's this massive line out your door mm-hmm. you and before all you of opened. Yeah. I know. Um, but the patio, and I'm sure we'll get into this a little bit more, is just such a lovely extra space for you all too. It is. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing to have such an awesome little little space. And we're kind of going to refocus on it we took away all the um the blue patio furniture that was there before that kind of was great at first and you know started to see a little bit wear and tear too quick um we're going to keep the big long wood uh communal table and um get some new get some new patio furniture out there some new planters and and revitalize that space even though even though it didn't really necessarily need it but we just felt like it's such a great space why not just continually try to make it better awesome and so you were with, you know, kind of at the beginning of this process. Can you kind of walk us through the process of opening the diner and what that was like? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I had a lot of different concepts for food-wise what it was going to be like. And then 
um, I think Dan and and the the coffee company ha- had ideas of how it would be, and it's it opened as kind of you know counter service, and that was a struggle in the space. And I think it was you know I think the neighborhood was like had a lot of feedback about that, and and I come from you know fine dining and table service and and even from just regular old diners where it's mom and pop and uh you know there's a server running around like a crazy person and um i always envisioned that in that space and then finally you know after two months of busyness and realizing that we really had to have that um we came to the conclusion that we would switch over and so then we then we transitioned and um trained up servers really fast i was the first server and then moved on passed my duties on um and that seemed to work so much better and it was just so much more um appreciated by the by the customers in andersonville and and the community so then that happened and i don't know what else in particular would you like to know i feel like in general (laughs) i've noticed a lot of evolution on the menu as well since you opened okay um can you talk a little bit about what was on the menu during those first few months and then what it has kind of evolved into? I think that I wanted to keep it really tight and, and great. Like some of my favorite restaurants have a very small menu and you're kind of like, you know, ushered into getting this or that. Um, and then some of my least favorite menus have a million things and that, that scares me even more. And we have um, one tiny little freezer that we use for, um, biscuits when we make, you know, when we make a giant batch of biscuits, there's really no other way. Um, and that giant batch only lasts two days and then everything else is prepared fresh and, and, you know, from actual fresh ingredients. Um, so I, I really wanted to keep it tiny, but you know, I realized that people can't see that, you know, you can't really, you can't really say that on a menu. You can't, explain exactly how everything is done and and so it it, word of mouth helped a little bit and people understood but i think a lot of people really wanted a larger menu with with more options and um i just had to wrap my head around creating that that larger menu in such a small space as much a small kitchen space which has a little refrigeration and no freezer to speak of really and how has the neighborhood responded to the table service that Oh, much better. I think, you know, it just feels right. You know, it, it feels, um, it was too clunky. It was too small of a space to have people walking around on their own accord. And and I think people realized that they were like, there's no way I'm going to be able to order, sit down, come back, get my food or, you know, have a food runner run it to me. And, And people just want more stuff. You know, they want the ability to order more and we wanted to be able to give that to them. And what does a typical day look like for you? Well, when so now i run the the food and beverage for the company um but i still start my days there checking in um making sure that you know there's no need for for anything and and that everybody knows what they're doing for the day um but they mostly do i mean it's a great crew um but you know saturdays in the summer is i go to the market um pick up eggs every week from the farmer that provides us eggs at Gast, and he also does all of our pork. And I'm getting way off the subject of what I do with my days, but no, we love this kind of stuff. <laughs> finding out where the food is sourced from. Um, 
but really, I mean, it's, I'm all over the place now. Um, I'm trying to help kind of streamline the, the, the food for all the coffee shops. Um, and still, you know, keep my hand in all the operations of the diner as well. So diving into that menu a little bit more, you serve elevated diner food and breakfast all day, including chicken and waffles, pancakes, and a signature burger. What are some of the customer favorites that you've noticed? Chicken and waffles is a big seller. Um, Biscuits, we get some of the most uh, positive feedback off of. um, uh, The porcini biscuits and gravy are are pretty popular. Um, But yeah, I mean, there's... A lot. I mean, it's it's pretty. When I look at the numbers, it's pretty evenly. You know, there's not a whole bunch of things that are just that one thing is being ordered the most. But we get a lot of good feedback for the donuts, mm-hmm. uh, the biscuits, kale burger. You know, for those that that want something, um, need a vegan option or a vegetarian op- vegetarian option, um, the kale burger does really really well. I was just gonna say, I I love the hot chicken sandwich that you offer as well. And also relatively new. Yes, also mm-hmm. relatively new. And I, you know, I really enjoyed the the gazpacho that you served for. Oh, oh yeah, that was lovely. That was we'll, really delicious. We'll bring that back with the hot with the hot months, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is there something that you know you would like to see added to the dollop menu um, at all? Yeah, I mean, I I always want to expand dinner, um, and it's it's you know it's a I have to have patience and you know as we build dinner up with with specials like taco tuesday um uh thursday night we have a five dollar burger with the purchase of of a drink um i i want to have more offerings um just having you know steak frites and um the salmon dish on the menu is great and and those do well um but I, i wish we could have a few more uh dinner entrees and offerings so i i think you can look for that coming up soon hopefully and did you want to kind of talk about you know you do have this extensive cocktail menu did you want to talk about some of the highlight on that absolutely um i we added something recently called the sideways elevator which is one of my favorite cocktails it's something that dan um tasked me with he said you know i'd love we have a couple more um uh, beverage uh, alcoholic beverage programs at at other dollops um dollop on wells and dollop on roosevelt um and he tasked me with having a coffee cocktail and, and I've never really used, um, cold brew to make uh, cocktails before. And it, it actually has such a rich flavor in its uncut state. Like just, a when you make cold brew, you have to cut it after you, after you process it. Um, and it's almost like a spirit in its strength and, and depth of flavor. So mixing that with other, um, ingredients like an Amaro or um, a sweet vermouth in the case of the sideways elevator uh, really, really was fun. And I think it's something that, that I would encourage everybody to try um, at least once because it kind of has a mellow alcohol and it has a strong caffeine, um, but kind of equal parts of both. So it's, that's why it's called the sideways elevator because you're not going up or down, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but just going better. Um, but yeah. And then summer Manhattan will come back on tap. Um, we're, we'll do a spring Manhattan first. Um, and we're trying to do more handmade cocktails as I, as I see, you know, how, how much time baristas have and, and to make 
you know, it's hard to make all the handmade cocktails because we also do um, Bloody Marys and mimosas in the morning on, on brunch. Um, it's hard to do all of that in such a small space and, you know, ask also of um, the, the baristas and the people in the front of the house to be able to greet and, and do all the, all the things that we have to do uh, with service. So I'm trying to expand the menu into some more hand, handmade cocktails without, you know, punishing baristas for working and becoming bartender baristas at Dollop Diner. So it, it's, a, it's a work in progress. That's why there's a lot of draft cocktails um, and batch cocktails. I know you launched your own dollop coffee espresso, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple months ago. How yeah. was that rollout and what is the uh, reception of the new it's been, been it's been uh, an incredible uh incredible reception um i think the the general feedback is is uh you know not that people had low expectations but it's it's exceeded people's expectations it's very solid um uh, metropolis is amazing coffee um but especially for my my taste and what i was thinking of coffee for the diner uh, i wanted something a little bit more um for like every person and um with some some richer notes and and i think we 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 brew the brazil um most of the time at the diner and it it just suits us perfectly it's it's like the kind of coffee that you'd expect um at any you know slightly discerning uh place that serves breakfast it goes with everything and it's it's really rich um the espresso is really great um and it's and it's just expanding there's just more and more um, coming in that they're they're working on and it's just a very high-end product i'm very proud that we get to serve it so it the diner itself is a beautiful space from the bold cement tiles on the floor to the vibrant bar stools and the art deco menu and gift cards can you speak to the design of the diner at all and the overall look for dollop coffee company for sure yeah kevin bruyette um did a lot of the design work as part of the menu um um, pretty much all the graphic design, uh, and pulled all that together and he's great. Um, Paul Eisen did the build and the, and the physical design, all the, all the wood and all that fabrication. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it was, it was really stunning when it, when it all came together and I was very, very pleased with it. Um, the furniture, uh, the chairs and the, and the bar stools, um, we're sourced from a, a Chicago company, so I'll be able to get them easily repaired, but I forget the name right off the top of my head. But yeah, those were all, I was very happy with those choices. And you have like a, a sort of hidden TV in this space. Yes. Yes, it is actually a hidden TV. Yes. <laughs> um, Which I kind of appreciate because you don't always necessarily probably want people to know it's there either. Yeah. I mean, I think honestly, we'd probably use it a little bit more if we weren't always, you know, it seems like the times when we really want to throw it on, we're, we're busy and then we don't have the opportunity to get, we can't even get to it because there's people waiting for mm-hmm. tables and we can't even open it up. Uh, but you know, it's, it's for big games and, and big life events and you know, it's, it's nice to have it. Um, we probably could use it a little bit more, but who does your clever chalkboard art? It always makes me chuckle when I walk down there. It's been passed on. Okay. Um, whoever we, you know, whoever has a steady hand and, and decent uh, penmanship, but usually it's um, usually it's somebody with a sense of humor. The yes. New, the newest, the newest one is um, uh, server uh, Gabby, and she's she's been 
she's up the the humor game part of it. She's actually um, a comedian here in Chicago. Oh, nice! And has has done performances at Second City and. What's her full name? We'll make sure. Gabby to Tom. Gabby Tom. Yeah. T H O M. And having grown up in Evanston, what do you enjoy most about working in the Andersonville neighborhood? Well, for me now, I live in Evanston with my family, um, living close, relatively close to work. So when something um, goes right or wrong, I can be there. Um, but yeah, being able to bring my family in, um, I have two young girls, um, seven and four, and it's like, you know, it's their favorite restaurant in the world. Um probably because it's their dad's but uh they also really like pancakes and um yeah, and you know grew up eating those recipes basically so i like presenting that food to my family so you know we do a little bit of research on our guests and um you know i'd read that dan is a rapper correct mm-hmm, and yeah. then you have a pretty rich musical past as well uh do you want to delve into that at all and, and, sure, and yeah. talk about that yeah um see i almost 20 years ago i think i met dan at a recording studio that i was running um in evanston called ev productions and he was doing some recording there um and ended up doing some production for him as well um and we just kind of formed um formed a relationship through music and um bickering back and forth uh and then ultimately you know it led me to this um after working with him i I actually stole a member of a group that he was in um this uh gentleman named sam and then formed a hip-hop group that toured um pretty extensively for about a year um with uh, speech from Arrested Development and uh, and Slim Kid Trey from Far Side, and it was it was fun, um, but being on the road was not not for me. And I was newly married, and I just you know I was ready. I was already, and I think I was older beyond my years. I was ready to settle down and 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 get on with the rest of my life. I still love music, and I still have a recording studio in my basement, and I still get down there from time to time, and I actually still um, get down there with Dan. Uh, and record. He's still actively recording and, and creating music. Um, and, and, you know, it will be there for me when I, when I, when I feel the need to take more time for myself. But right now it's pretty career oriented. And Keith, what would be one piece of advice you would offer to young entrepreneurs out there, either looking to start their own business or enter into restaurant ownership? I would do as much research as you possibly can. Um, staging um, with other with other successful restaurateurs, you know, getting into the kitchen or the front of house um, is uh, something that a lot of successful people do. Um, and I've seen it pay off in dividends, being able to see and, and pick the brains of, of people that have success um, and, and orienting that towards your exactly what you're trying to do. So if you want to open a fine dining restaurant, stodging with somebody, you know, um, that's very successful in New York, reaching out and, and not really taking no for an answer, just finding ins and then, and trying to learn as much before you, before you do what you're, you're planning to do. And also, you know, I think my, my big takeaway from, from opening dollop diner is, is going with your gut. I, I really felt like, 
you know, table service was going to be the way, and perhaps um, that hookup could have been alleviated. So, well, now we've reached the point in our show when we ask our guests which Andersonville business they would like to trade places with for a day. Hmm. Um, Baroma. Hmm. Um, I love cooking Italian food, and I love um, everything they've built over there. It's really like very welcoming, very homey. Um, and it really kind of feels like a restaurant that I would, I would open if I had, um, enough faith in, in something of that large scale, large of a scale. Um, so yeah. And, and just the, the way it's laid out in the kitchen and everything, the, the bar program, the, the wines, um, it's really nice. Well, thank you, Keith, for joining us today. And thank you for listening to Always Andersonville, the podcast. For more information about Dollop Diner, please visit dollopdiner.com. Show notes on today's episode can be found at andersonville.org. Always Andersonville, the podcast is engineered and edited by Andy Miles in Studio C at Transistor, a gallery, shop, performance, recording, and teaching space located at 5224 North Clark Street. Have your own podcast idea? The studio is available to rent. Please call Andy at 312-631-9408 or stop by the store for details.